Welcome back to Gilding the Lily, another film critic podcast. I'm Becky Fixel. And I'm Monalee Stormer. And today we're going to talk about Argyle and underdogs. So we're going to start with Argyle, which did you even see the trailer for Argyle? I saw lots of lots of trailers for Argyle. Okay. And the marketing is all focused around the really cute cat. The cat in the the cat in the backpack, yes. And, yes. So this is going to be my first point of contention. The cat is adorable when it's the real cat. A lot of the movie, it's a horribly CGI rendered cat. Oh no. It's not, it's not good. And then they're very mean to the cat. Like the bad guys. There's a couple times that I gasped how they, I mean, I understand it's a fake cat. It, you know, whatever. And I'm sure no animals were hurt, whatever. But um, this <laughs> was produced and directed by Matthew Vaughn, who's known for Kick-Ass and the Kingsman franchise. And they're leaning very heavily on that. And I love the Kingsman's movies. I yep. think they're freaking hilarious. We'll put them on randomly. And then the uh, the King's Man was yes. so good because they delved so much into real history. They actually did the work and introduced so many people into some interesting history that, you know, they could have read in a book, but they actually incorporated real history. So I really yes. appreciated that. So I went into this movie thinking, okay, because they're like from the director of blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, this should be good. So yes, there's fighting sequences. They're ridiculous. There's bright colors. There's a couple good moments in the movie. But overall, I left feeling like it was a waste of gas and time. Oh, no. Because when when we leave the theater as film critics, we are asked our opinions, our comments on the movie. And my comment was, meh, it had a good couple moments. Oh. and it is two hours and 14 minutes <gasps> and okay so the premise of the movie is uh bryce dallas howard is an author she writes spy novels and she finds herself kind of tied up in this whole thing where basically she finds out what she's been writing is actually happening so when you hear that premise i immediately think of stranger than fiction from 2006 sure. not the same thing which is good because First of all, I love Stranger Than Fiction. I think that movie is just adorable. But it's the bad guys and the good guys think that if she writes the next chapter of this novel, that she'll be able to give them the clue that they're looking for for something. So the bad guys are trying to get her. And then she has a spy who's trying to save her. And all the while, she's super anxious and blah, 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 blah. So the movie has a bunch of twists and turns in it and some reveals I think has a few too many twists and turns in it. Um, I mean, honestly, I will say one thing I really commend the movie for, and I've seen some of the the male um, film critics saying that she didn't pull off the role well for the action <laughs> scenes. I like that they have Bryce Dallas Howard as the action. She's not the stereotypical femme fatale. Sure. She's a 40, 42, 41-year-old mom she's you know she plays the innocent girl well she plays the you know the action side well and she gets her a little bit of redemption from Jurassic World because she okay. goes into this scene where she's wearing heels and when the action starts she takes them off there we go we don't have the titanium heels anymore and later she has 
Um, you know, because running from that T-Rex in heels, let's be real. So <laughs> she finds and puts on like combat boots or something, which is makes a lot more sense, something yes. comfortable and practical. So she's got that kind of mindset, but she's not like Dua Lipa plays like the written about femme fatale in the book. So you've got that slight, skinny, blonde, bad girl. Well, then you have Bryce Dallas Howard, who's in fight scenes later. Well, she's not that. She's she's a typical person. She's an everyday woman. I mean, we know she's not in reality because she, she could buy us 10 times over. But <laughs> she's playing a normal person who's put in the situation. So I, I appreciated they gave it that effort. But... Like, it just seemed like it kept going on and on and on. And, like, some, I mean, the action scenes you expect them to be ridiculous. But some of them, like, they're fighting and just smiling at each other while they're shooting people. And it, um, mm-hmm. And, I mean, uh, Samuel Jackson's in this one, again, just uh, like Kingsman. Yes. This time, he's a good guy. And he's also, like, in Kingsman, he's waiting for the, the satellites to connect. And this one, he's he's waiting for a file to download and he's getting very antsy. So he's almost got the same role, just the opposite side of the spectrum. Right, right, right. So, you know, and I appreciated that, but, you know, they they kind of pulled that back in. But then, like, there's, she has four books in the Argyle series. At the end of the movie, and this is a little bit of a spoiler, it says Argyle book one, the movie, coming to theater soon. So are we already have a sequel in the works? And it's the book that she wrote, which is based on what happened. And then, ah, this also frustrated me a lot. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, then there's a mid-credit scene. Okay. So hang around for that. But they bring in the Kingsman. There's a reference what? to the Kingsman. So are they trying to make like a multiverse of spies and they're bringing in the Kingsman with this because this movie is not up to the Kingsman standards. And I'm not a huge fan of kick-ass, but you either love or hate them. Right. And so I just got really frustrated at the end. And the CGI cat is so bad, so bad. And like, there's parts where they like, they're running and fighting and somebody shoots and shoots out the bubble on the bag that the cat's in and you hear the cat scream but the cat's fine or they take the bag with the cat in it and just drop it and i'm just like <gasps> or drop the cat off a building just like as a cat person just don't do that exactly exactly i don't care if it's a cgi cat just don't do that it's not funny obviously no. dog people wrote that right so you know it's it had potential but i think they tried way too many twists and turns and tried to make it funny, but right. it's not. If it's not organically funny, you can't force it. Right. And it was very much not. So, yeah. So probably good that you you skipped that one and you sent Mark. Yeah, shucky darn. Um, I was really, you know, I was kind of on the fence about it, but I was like, oh, I like Kingsman. It'll be fine. But, you know, it's coming out. Um, I mean, technically February. I think it start, it's in theaters on the 2nd. But it's still this dead zone. So it it's coming out when it's supposed to. Because it's not going to do well. Right. Because you're either going to go in and love it. Or you're going to walk out and hate it. I think Carl said he loved it. Or he just I think said, he was a lone person. Yeah. <laughs> Which I mean. He was, 
either he did or he didn't and just wanted to call us whiners. I'm not sure. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, you know, and the cat is such a big thing in their marketing for the movie. Hardly in the story. That's unfortunate. It's just a side note that he's there occasionally. Yeah. That's, and that it's like someone, someone saw the movie and said, you know what? Mm-hmm. Let's market the cat. Right. Let's market the cat, not the acting. And then, okay, it has, um, let me Google the guy's name because I have looked it up three times today and I want to make sure I'm getting it right. Because for some reason, Sam Rockwell's name will not stay in my head. I'm going to say it's Sam Rockwell. I love Sam Rockwell. I do too. But every time I see him, I don't remember his name and I don't know why. (laughs) And it's just like, he's really good at his roles. Yes. Like, and I mean, looking at some of the other stuff, like all the movies I've seen him in, I've liked him in, but just like his name will not stick. And I was talking to Jason about it and I was like, hold on, what's that guy's name? And I had to look it up again. So this time I remembered, I just wanted to verify. There we go. Just want to make sure. Double check. And you know, and I will say, because like they market like Henry Cavill and the, the, you know, he's the spy in it and all of that. Well, he's the character she wrote and he's hardly in it too. Huh. And I also, you know, and I kind of feel bad because I've liked him since the Tudors. I think I first saw him. And it's just like, is it the Superman curse? Because none of the movies he's in does well. So, you know, is it, is it that, or is it just, he doesn't care and he keeps choosing crappy roles. There's right. Because I mean, I'm sure he's a great guy. We all know he's a super dork, you know, but it's just one of those, he's hardly there. And John Cena doesn't care either. He doesn't know what he does. So nope. like him, I don't even worry about him in roles. Um, and what is it? Ariana DeBose. She's sometimes I think she needs to fire her agent. Like she's good in this, like the, the few little snippets she's in, but like she didn't Disney wish didn't do well. She was in the ISS movie. Um, and that movie, mm, the trailer was more suspenseful than the whole freaking movie. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know if this is just a most actors need to really start looking at that script a little better or their fire their agents. I'm not sure. Right. There there can't be that. There can't be this dearth of decent scripts out there just because I mean, we're three years out from the pandemic. There should be a backlog of really good stuff you want to do. And then this one, I mean, this one was announced after or during the strike. But at the same time, there's also that whole mystery about who actually wrote it and all of that. Like people are saying they think it's J.K. Rowling and um, other people said maybe it's Taylor Swift because the cat is like her cat. And da, 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 da. just <laughs> there's all these theories. And Bryce Dallas Howard says she knows who wrote it, um, who the real Ellie Conway is. But um, they said it will be revealed later. And I'm sure it'll be after books one through four, the movies come out. Right. So. You know, it's just, I don't know. There's very few movies that I leave that actually get me that ramped up afterwards because it's that freaking bad. So, you know, little, little rant. No, good. No, we, we, we enjoy rants. Rants are, (laughs) rants are important. They're important parts of their business. Right. I mean, we can't love every movie we see. And actually probably because we see hundreds of movies a year, we're harder on movies than, uh, 
Right. Everyday people. Although, oh, absolutely. When it comes to the night, uh, or uh, what was the the pool one? Night swim. Night swim. Um, how quick did that go to digital? So quick. So quick. So quick. It was so bad. But I know people that went and loved it. So I don't know. It's been know, a lean year for horror. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't either. I mean, <laughs> now that Shutter's found my email, maybe, maybe I'll be able to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> those emails crack me up I'm like have you looked at my site I mean plus so <laughs> they're like this site could use some more horror <laughs> this site let, let's get her let's expand I need to have more people write for me before I add horror back into that's it. right you need a mark I need a mark I had a billy and she abandoned me but I need a mark or somebody you need a mark I need someone else but the movie that I ended up missing um that you ended up going to the new Snoop Dogg movie. You're so lucky. Am I lucky? Oh my God. Is this going to be a, a, we're just tearing them up week. It, it has to be. It has to be because I'm grateful that I missed Argyle. And then there's underdogs. Now, un, now I, I can say up front, I love the premise of underdogs. Um, I mean, the, the basic premise is this down on his luck. Um, ex football star. Ex and ex NFL uh, player um, mentors kids on a like a Pop Warner football team in his old neighborhood, and you know, and through his own special brand of mentoring, takes them to the championship. So it's a it's a good story. However. Do we believe that Snoop Dogg was ever an NFL player? That was a little bit of a stretch because dude is like a tall drink of water. So and okay. when when I did the uh, BMF um, press day or whatever, and they and they were talking about him being on there, I think yeah. he um, said that he can't ever be high because he'd have to be like off a high in order to get high. So that is his medicine. That's how he stays. And I'm like, as much drugs as it has been in that man's system, there's no way. There's just no way. No way he could ever be a sports person. But anyway, go. He's he's believable. He's now he's believable as an ex-player, because when we meet him, it's it's post-career. You know, he's living in his big house, and and um, and he's he's basically just lamenting that he's not as big as for other former players that get like correspondence jobs or get color commentator jobs on the big networks. And that's really what he wants. Okay. Um, but he was, he was a big star in, in high school. He was a star in college and he was drafted and he was a star and he got traded from team to team to team and basically was just his own worst enemy. They usually are. Exactly. Uh, a combination of, of ego and mouth and no one wants to work with him. So what happens is he's um, coming out of, I don't, I don't recall the specific details, but while he's mouthing off to someone, um, gets into like a shouting match, hops into his fancy car and, and causes an accident uh, where he is sentenced to community service. And that's how he ends up in his former neighborhood. Okay. Um, so, and the, 
not an original premise at all because it's not an original premise at all we've seen this with you know champions. with the champions and like bad news bears and and, yeah. and little giants uh we, we've seen this this is this over is not over a, this, over. the difference is this is this is this is a you know this is a black guy and we're doing this in the hood as opposed to just a depressed neighborhood right. we're actually doing this in like long beach on the rougher side of long beach um and you know he runs into his ex-girlfriend and you know she's he's coaching her kid and these all these kids and they all have of course everyone's got their own special ability um that makes them all winners yay the biggest problem movies <laughs> the biggest problem this movie had a lot of heart i gotta give him that well, um I mean and while he's and while we're doing this, you know, while he's doing all this, he's also narrating because he's got his own, he's got his own podcast. Because hey, who doesn't, right? And he's basically, but he's in the one of the running gags is he's got basically has a microphone everywhere he goes. There's one in his car. There's one in his backyard. There's one in his bedroom. There's one at his kitchen table. It's like no matter where he is, he can record. He can he can record. Um, the biggest problem I had with this movie was that it was so there's so much cussing really and it's like and and it's like i'm grown i'm a grown woman foul well, language shouldn't bother me right but when foul language is 75 percent of your screenplay coming out of snoop mike epps tiki tika summers and all of the kids i thought this movie was geared towards kids because snoop dogs He's had his books. He's had the children's music and all of that stuff in the past few years. This is rated R. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, wow. I would have torn this up too. Yeah. This, this is just, it's, it's just, it's, it's absolutely. And it's, and it's, and it's cringeworthy because you can understand because I've seen movies. I've, I've seen low budget movies where there's no script. So they supplement it with, with, you know whatever falls out of their mouths right. this is actually scripted and i think it's supposed to because snoop dogg does have um a football foundation for underprivileged kids right he does he's had one for he's had one for like for what 10 15 years and i think it's super admirable and i you know he does good to have a great time good for him it's good for him right he does and i think they branched off into cheerleading too so they do football and they do cheerleading and it's a huge organization and i think it's fantastic that he does it if this is supposed to represent this underserved community and how if you just give them encouragement and confidence um and and the proper equipment they can go anywhere this movie seriously seriously diminishes that because oh. everyone is everyone's just everyone's just swearing it's do you ever or do you ever wonder about like the kids that have these roles their parents have to be okay with this they have to they have to and i mean it i don't know like neither of us are parents no other than to our cats but like my cats don't swear where would mine say to me they might but um <laughs> what it just seems so crazy to me that these parents are signing on and saying yeah because is it worth the payday and the thing oh they've been in a movie with snoop right is it really worth that 
it's and I would I would have to I don't I don't know what kind of audience this movie is going to get. Okay. Um, I mean, it's on. Granted, it's it's gone straight to Prime Video, so it's there now. It, so it, and it's out now. So chances are, if people are watching it, I mean, I I I I have to wonder what wh you know what that what that family night looks like. Um, and I think there is like there there is like um, there's like a title card in the beginning that says kids are swearing in this movie. Um, basically get over it because kids swear and I'm not saying that they don't they do but they like do. it should be their whole vocabulary it's exactly and it shouldn't be it's it, it it I mean and I don't know if that makes me I don't know if that just makes me old <laughs> or a prude listen you've got 10 years on me and I have an issue with it it's and so, just so I mean I, I I can't wait to see this on like basic cable I would love to see what the dub version looks like right I would love to see what the dub version looks like. And I went because it's a kid's sports team. I and I understand like if it has one or two curse words or whatever. Kids do swear. But if it's through the whole thing. Through the whole thing. Then I don't like I don't understand the point of that. And I thought this movie was honestly targeted for children. Yeah. I thought, you know, and I, I was already rolling my eyes because I was like, yeah, it's a sports movie. Uh, you know, it's a sports movie. It's an underdog, and the guy has to be rehabilitated, taking care of the kids and taking them to the championship. Blah 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 blah. We've seen this so many freaking times. Yes, I mean, I, I, like I said, I enjoyed the little spin on it because we haven't seen like an, right. a movie like that for for this type of underserved community. And I thought it was, I thought it was clever that because Snoop has, his character is Jason, Jason JJ, two J's Jennings um who apparently still has tons of nfl money because of the house he lives in and the fancy cars he drives and right the that money doesn't slip away fast right especially with all the potty smokes <laughs> <laughs> um and that, that but you know he he goes all out it's like he 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 starts out trying to fulfill his obligation for community service and ends up really caring about these kids so just like champions, just like, like champions, right? Disabled children. It's kids in the like hood, it. right? It's kids in the hood, and he buys them all uniforms and gives them all like nicknames, like the okay. superstar and ghost. Uh, there's a character named Ghost because the, the, the during a play they'll just materialize and take out the other player. <laughs> um, and then there's a there's a running back. There's a running back and they nickname him Titties because that's how they taught him how to hold the ball. This kid's 10. He's 10. The, the listeners can't see the look on my face. <laughs> <laughs> and at one point, his mom's like, does his jersey say Titties? Yes, ma'am. Yes, it does. I'm so sorry. Now, this isn't based on reality, but I mean, imagine... <laughs> Imagine <laughs> if you walked to your kid's game and their jersey said titties. Yeah. And I don't care. I don't care what material it's made from. I don't care. Uh -uh. None of that. Uh -uh. None of that. Uh -uh. You are. No, sir. No, you can take that off. We're going home right now. Uh -uh. So but if, it, if it weren't for the wildly offensive parts. It's not a bad movie. It's just not, it's just not appropriate for anyone. So, okay. So the cussing and all of that, 
do you think that takes away from the message? Yes, it does. I honestly believe it. So does. it's a detriment. So it's an absolute detriment. You know, and I mean, and it's still, I mean, even without it, it's funny. Snoop Dogg is a good actor. When he wants to be, yes. Right. Which surprised me. Mike Epps is in this. Tika Summer is in this. Uh, his rival, Andrew Schultz, um, is in this. They play like a, um, the rival team is called the Colonels. And, you know, they're all these big, huge white farm kids. Of course. You know, and they're and they're like, are these are these even teenagers? Because they're huge. They're huge players. But they're from um, kids, probably, yes. Right. <laughs> and you know, they they you know they end up playing each other in the playoffs. Um but you take out you take out the cussing, you redub this movie. Yeah. This movie gets redubbed. It's a great family film. Because again, it's funny. It's you know, it's it's got some really heartfelt moments in it that I know that were surprising to me. But if you can't, if you are not someone who's going to want to sit and, you know, if you have a problem with people cussing on the on the bus or in the mall and it's like, this is unnecessary. Well, this is this is this is 100 minutes of nothing but cussing. Yeah. And I mean, there's some limit, like. At some point, there's enough like right. you and I both cuss. This isn't news. But that shouldn't be the whole thing. It shouldn't be the it whole should not be the no, no. You've got to have there has to be something more. There right. has to be something more to the dialogue. I get it. You want to make it real and you want to make it feel like it's authentic, but um at, at some point you have to, you know, as a screenwriter, you have to actually write some dialogue. You actually have to have a story, not just cuss words. And not just cuss words. And I mean, and it's not even an age thing because like I know there's certain movies my my dad will turn off because there's too much cussing, even though it's nothing that phases the rest of us. Right. But if it got to that point that it was just so much and so extreme, yeah, I'd turn it off too. Yeah. Because why? There's no story if it's just cussing. There's no story. There's no dialogue. Hmm. It's just it's just you unable to remember your dialogue and supplementing it with swears. Yep. Nope. So it's, so uh, so again, if if I if there was a dub version, I'd love to see it. I'd be happy to watch that again. I'm still but, curious who their market is then, because I, I was thinking it was a kid's movie. The market is people on Amazon Prime who don't have parental locks on their The people that sets. let their kids watch the boys. Yep, exactly. The kids that let the parents that let their kids watch South Park, the kids that the parents that let their kids watch the boys and, and Gen V, all, all of that. Yep. Both those movies are great though, or shows are great. They are great. They are not great. for kids, <laughs> but not for kids. They're not for but, kids. But I mean, in the past few years, his um, the kids' albums, the books, and all of that. Yes, I. That's why I was under the assumption that we're just going in that direction. Yep, I would have. I would have liked to have seen him go in yeah. that direction, right? And, and 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 embrace it fully with with his brand and 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 his own and and his own charity. I would have loved to have seen that. Right. That is. You know, well, that is that that would have been something to see. But this is just it's just nonstop. I'm it's curious non-stop. if it was to maintain an image or if it was. I think you can maintain an image without swearing. Oh, Honestly, I, I do. And I mean, because if your image is just swearing. Right. It's not really much of an image. Exactly. I agree. Anybody can swear. Yeah, Absolutely. 
Huh. So I was a little, I was disappointed. I was disappointed. I mean, there's a lot of, would have been too. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's what they're like, there's, there's a lot of swears, um, smokes throughout the entire thing. There's some underage drinking, uh, cause kids get into a cooler. Um, and there, there's some, there's some mild, there's some really mild sexual references, not with the kids. Good. Thank the gods. But compared to the swearing, the sexual references are are super mild. Well, I mean, other than the titties thing. Other than, other than the, then other than a 10 year old with, you know, titties on his back. Yes. (laughs) Plus. Okay. So (laughs) two not recommended movies, one in theaters and one on Amazon Prime now. So that is going to be it for this week. Um, Oh my goodness. Next time should be Lisa Frankenstein. Yes. And the teacher's lounge. Which I think I have to, before we go see Lisa Frankenstein, probably fix my hair and put some color back into it. So. Oh, sure. Yeah. I got to do something with it. (laughs) Because we have the thing, I think, beforehand. But. Um, if you want to read the reviews on any of this stuff, it's on our own sites. Those will be linked in the show notes as well as the email if you want to leave comments. And that is it for this week. We will see you next time. Goodbye. See you next, yep. see you next time.